episode number 15 of the Healthier Life podcast. How are you doing? I hope you're well. It's been a little cold and drizzly here in England. It's mid-December as I record this and I've been making the most of my gym membership recently by using the Finnish sauna there once a week. It is just so lovely to feel hot again every now and again. And I wonder if saunas are something that you also enjoy. When we lived in Russia, they were a regular winter activity and it was really fun to go to the sauna, or the banya as they're called, with some friends. Although I never could bring myself to jump into the freezing cold plunge pool or roll around in the snow afterwards like some of my friends did. I can just about manage a very quick cold shower afterwards and that's it. I mentioned saunas again in today's show because we're talking about the topic of self-care and how we can take time out for ourselves every now and again to nourish ourselves physically, emotionally and spiritually. But before I get into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you that there is a wonderful supportive Facebook group that goes along with this podcast. It's called the Healthier Life Community, Health and Wellness Support for Christian Women. It's free and it's a great, safe place to discuss with like-minded women the kinds of topics that we talk about on this podcast and other topics to do with health and wellness from a faith-based perspective. I'm currently planning some great new content for the Facebook group starting in January, which will include mini weekly challenges, recipes, fun food facts and lots more. And also, near the beginning of January, we'll actually be doing a seven-day habit challenge together, which is going to be really fun, and I'm going to give you more information about that later. But do come along and request to join us now so that you're all set to go for that when it happens in January. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash healthier life community, or you can follow the link in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you over there. I'm so looking forward to all the wonderful content that we've got planned for January, and it's going to be so much fun. Before we start, just a quick disclaimer, as always, the information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance, and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, if you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. As I record this podcast, it is winter here in the UK. Now, winter is supposed to be a slowing down time of year. The days are shorter, the nights are longer, and it's often colder. Our bodies naturally want to curl up in front of a fire with a hot cup of cocoa. We want to sleep more and we want to eat more warming foods like nourishing soups and stews. However, in our fast-paced modern world with artificial lights and technology at our fingertips, we're rarely given any time off at all. 
And Christmas time can actually be even worse because we have more added to our to-do list, not less. There are presents we need to buy, cards we need to write, decorations to put up, food to think about, and extra activities in the schedule like nativity plays and carol concerts, and not to mention the relatives coming for Christmas Day itself and maybe staying for a few days afterwards. In our family, we also have five close family birthdays a week either side of Christmas, mine included. And my eldest daughter, who was born on Boxing Day, loves to have a sleepover party with her friends to celebrate in the days after Christmas. So we have that to add in as well. And if we're not careful, we can rush through Christmas just living off adrenaline and the extra sugar. And then we can crash a few days afterwards. So I really believe that we owe it to our families, to our immune system and to ourselves not to do that. We need to slow down and take time out for ourselves too. We need to put some self-care into our life. So I'm going to be talking about self-care and how important it is. As Christians, we can often think that self-care is actually selfish. We shouldn't need to take time for ourselves or to spend money on ourselves in this way, should we? Surely we need to put everyone else's needs first before our own, isn't that right? I wonder if you found yourself thinking any of these kinds of thoughts. If you're a mum with little ones at home, or if you're in a carer role, or maybe if your job involves looking after other people, then you probably spend a good part of your day meeting other people's needs. Now, that is a good and noble thing, don't get me wrong. However, if you burn out while doing it, then you're not really helping anyone in the long run. You know, last year, I managed to totally run myself into the ground over Christmas. I mean, the holidays are exhausting anyway, as I mentioned before, but I was also using the free time that I had from not having to home educate the children to work extra hard on my business. And sure enough, at the beginning of January, I came down with a horrible cold. Now, generally, I take pretty good care of myself, so I hadn't had such a severe cold for a long, long time, and it took me by surprise how hard it hit me. I was still trying to shake it off three weeks later. But because I was ill, I actually lost several days because I just couldn't function properly. And there was a whole week where I wasn't sleeping well at night either because I couldn't breathe, I was all bunged up. And and so I just wasn't able to do the things that I wanted to do or to be there for my family in the way that I really wanted to be. And my point is that rather than it being selfish, we actually owe it to our families to look after ourselves so that we can function at our best for them. And sometimes that means doing things that might feel at the time self-indulgent. Self-care is so important for our physical, mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. And taking regular time out for self-care can reduce stress and anxiety. It can help us sleep better. It can help us make healthier choices during the day. It can boost our energy. And it also helps us to show up as our best selves for our families our career, our church, our friends, our mission in life, our own personal goals, and so that we can just shine our light more brightly in this world. Now, if you struggle with the concept of self-care, you are not alone, and I have five great tips to help you. These tips are simple and easy to follow, and you can get started right away. So you might want to have a notebook and pen with you to jot these down, and I would certainly recommend that you go away after listening to this podcast and take some action. Okay, so the first tip is to change your mindset. Now, if you recognised yourself in the picture that I painted at the start of this episode, then you need to first work on your mindset and convince yourself that taking some time out for you is not being selfish. It's actually benefiting the very people that you love the most. 
Now, a wonderful book that you'll keep hearing me talk about on this podcast is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Homer. It's all about the importance of slowing down, taking time off and embracing rest. And you'll find that link in the show notes. I really recommend you read that book if you're looking to change your mindset around the idea of self-care and slowing down. And this might be something that you also need to talk about with your spouse or your family so that they're also on board as well. So the second tip is to brainstorm some ideas for self-care. So this is where you're going to need your pen and paper. And I'd like you to make a note of some things that you can do that would help you to unwind, relax, rest and just generally restore your joy. Here are a few suggestions to get you started, but I'd love you to be able to think of your own according to what works best for you and what fits in best with your life. So here are my suggestions. You could go for a walk by yourself listening to a podcast, spend an hour in a coffee shop with a close friend, tuck yourself away, put a do not disturb sign on the door and read a good novel, schedule in a babysitter if necessary and go out for the evening with your significant other or some friends. Run yourself a nice hot bubble bath and light a candle. Download a meditation app and commit to doing that for 10 minutes a day over the next week. Schedule in time to watch a fun movie, either on your own or with your family. Start a jigsaw puzzle and listen to calming music while you work on it 30 minutes every day. Set an alarm each day to take a minute just to sit with your eyes closed and take four long, slow, deep breaths. Okay, so those are just a few ideas, but I'm sure you can come up with some of your own. So if you need to, press pause on this podcast and take some time just to jot down 10 things that you could do for self-care in the next week or two. Okay, I hope you've managed to make your list. Tip number three is to open up your diary and schedule in at least two of those things right now. Now, it's one thing to actually think about looking after yourself more, but it's quite another to actually do it. So I really want you to put something in the diary right now. And yes, I mean right now. It might be browse through Netflix today and choose a film that I really want to watch and put it in the diary for Friday night. Or it could be ring the babysitter to see if she is free this Saturday. Or it could be go for a walk at 2 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. Whatever it is, make sure that you take action towards it and don't put it off until another day. We both know that it won't happen if you do that. Tip number four is to get yourself a self-care accountability partner. So to improve your chances of success, having an accountability system in place is hugely helpful. So when you've decided what you're going to do, make sure that you tell someone. Ideally, tell your spouse or a sympathetic friend and get them to check up on you in a week or so to make sure that you are doing what you said you would do. And if you'd like some extra accountability, then please join the Healthier Life Community Facebook group and let us all know what you plan to do so that we can encourage you over there to take more time for self-care. We would love to have you join us. And finally, tip number five, and I love this one, is to book yourself in for a retreat early next year. Now, I just wanted to throw this one in here because I myself have benefited so much from taking a whole day or a couple of days off just for myself once a year. So the first idea that you could do is to book yourself in for a spa day. Now, I have done this for the past three years running in either January or February. I've done it on my own and I've also gone with a friend. So whichever sounds more relaxing and fun to you, then do that. It's been something that's been so wonderful to look forward to after the busyness of the Christmas period and also during those often very dreary, cold, miserable months of January and February. 
The second idea is to book yourself in for a whole night or even two nights at a retreat centre. Now, I try to do this for myself once a year if I can. And my favourite place to go is a lovely Christian retreat centre, which is only about a 20 minute drive away from where I live. So it's just ideal. It's close enough that my husband can drop me there and pick me up afterwards. But it's far enough away that I feel like I'm on holiday and in a totally different environment. And I just love to go there to take the time to rest, catch up on sleep, read some good books, connect with God on a deeper level, take time to reflect on life and make plans going forward, go for long walks, enjoy being cooked for and not having to think about meals. And I always come home feeling so much better. It's like the stress has just melted away. Now, if you're interested and you happen to live near the south of England, where I do, then I'm very excited to tell you that I'm actually running a Wellness Reset Weekend Retreat at that very same Christian Retreat Centre in March 2022. It's a whole weekend, Friday evening until Sunday lunchtime, and I'll be presenting on topics such as nutrition, healthy habits, and of course, self-care. But there'll also be plenty of time to rest and relax, and there's some beautiful places you can go for walks, and it's really, really close to the beach. So if you're interested to find out more, you can follow the link in the show notes, and that's also where you can book. It would be so fun to meet you there. I'd love to meet up with podcast listeners, and so I do hope that you can join us. But places are limited, so it's best to book as quickly as you can. Okay, so just to recap, here are my five tips to help you make room for self-care, particularly at this Christmas time, but also at any time of year, really, depending on when you happen to be listening to this episode. Number one is change your mindset around the concept of self-care, recognising how important it is for our health and well-being. Number two is brainstorm some ideas that you could easily do for self-care in the coming weeks. Number three, and this is really important, is schedule at least two of those into your diary right now. Number four is get an accountability partner or join our Facebook group for support and encouragement to help make self-care a regular habit. And number five is to book yourself in for either a spa day or an overnight retreat sometime in the next six months. So I hope you found these tips helpful. I would love to hear about which ones you plan to do. So please either get in touch via email or inside the Facebook group. You can find links to those in the show notes. And I really hope I might even get to meet you at the Wellness Reset Weekend in March 2022. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next time. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Katherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.